Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm going to start up a YouTube and Facebook video just to let everybody know that we're over on Podbean, uh, but we'll be here. Let me, uh, let me get everybody directed this way. Hey everybody, we're live now over on Podbean. This is the link if you want to join us. Uh, I'm going to shut down the YouTube video, but that's where we're at, over on Podbean. Guys, we'll let the music play one more time through and then we'll get started. Hey everyone, I just fired up a YouTube video to let you guys know that uh, we're live over on Podbean for the morning podcast. Uh, if you want to join us, you're more than welcome. If not, I'll catch you later. Um, but we do, uh, we, it's supposed to be every morning. I've just had a hard time getting my voice to work in the morning. But uh, we're over there on Podbean. There's the link I just dropped in the chat. Also, when this video's over, I'll pin it to the top post, the top comment.
Hi guys, I'm going to shut down the YouTube and the Facebook. I was just letting you guys know that we're live over on Podbean. If you want to check it out, you don't need the app. Um, you can you can check it out. That's not it. That's the wrong post. But uh, let me grab it. You can check it out. I just dropped the link, and then I accidentally dropped the link to this YouTube video for some reason. There it is. Um, but we'll be over there. I'll pin it as a top comment on this video. But I'm going to go ahead and shut down this stream. And then we'll see you over on Podbean or we'll see you this evening. Either way, see you in a little bit. Hi guys, welcome, welcome everybody. Thank you for joining us this morning. I've got to, uh, let me go pin this comment right quick. Um, so you might hear some background noise if this starts to play again. Uh, for autoplay for YouTube, yep. So let me. I gotta. I gotta wait. Wait out this live to finish. Uh, give me just a second. What's everybody doing this morning? Had a good day. Uh, slept in. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Um, liking the show. Thank you for joining us. Mariah's here for one. Mariah, you finally, you finally awake. Murder in the campground. So yeah, that was a big issue from yesterday. Um, apparently there was some murder in the campground. Uh, there's been there's been some updates to the story, but really the police don't have a whole lot of details about it, other than a you know a, fe a guy admitted to uh, murdering a female. I guess he's still claiming it was an accident. Um, I didn't realize he was in the back of the, the squad car the whole time yesterday when I was doing the live stream and stuff. I thought they had already taken him to jail. He was gone, but I guess they kept him on hand to see if they needed to, like if he could provide any more information or anything like that. Um, it was a weird day yesterday for sure. Uh, let me pin this comment live now on Podbean. Comment and pin to the top. And uh, then we'll get started. Yeah, it's it's weird when something like that happens so close to home, you know what? Like, uh, it's very strange uh, to think about like, oh, well, that guy was <laughs> that guy was just at Chili Night or Taco Night or whatever. Uh, that guy was that guy was just hanging out with us, and he like murdered this girl that we saw hanging around. Um, I guess I guess his claim was that it was an accidental discharge, but we also heard that there was multiple gunshot wounds, which is typically not something you have typically. But uh, you know, to each their own, I guess. <laughs> it was uh, it was very strange. It was packed yesterday. There was cops everywhere. Um, there was uh, TBI was there, the medical examiner's office. Everybody was there to build a case, of course, because even even though he admitted, I guess he admitted to it. Um, there's even if he comes out and says, "Yeah, I, I, I absolutely murdered her," blah blah blah, and just just throws it out there. Uh, there's still a chance that he can withdraw that, and they still got to go to court. So you, you still got to collect all the evidence. You still got to make sure you know what actually happened, and you can prove it in court um, because it could just be. He could withdraw um, a guilty plea. There's people that do it all the time, say they were under duress or they were, um, I don't know, didn't get a good night's sleep. They were dehydrated. Who knows? Um, man, it was, uh, I was telling my husband this story. Yeah, so we don't really know. Um, so what bothered me about the ex-girlfriend part of the story, uh, if it's even true, but what bothered me about the ex-girlfriend part of the story was that she came down here knowing that he was kind of like abusive and he was kind of a bad dude. Uh, she came down here as soon as they broke up. She came down here like maybe he promised, maybe he promised her something. Maybe he convinced her. I don't know. 
but uh seems kind of seems kind of fishy um who knows i don't know but she's the one who ended up calling the police but that doesn't that doesn't mean she's innocent either i don't know you guys guess is as good as mine it's it's a weird very strange story uh that's been that's been kind of catching up and uh the news has been there they've been doing reports they've been talking about it but uh who knows who knows and then he also got um what was it called uh desecrating a body or something like that um for, i guess for moving the body and kind of slumping it over in the car he didn't, it didn't even look like it was hid to be honest with you instead of looking like it was hid it was looked like it was just laying in the back seat i'm glad no one wandered over there and just saw it and ended up getting in an altercation with them that have been bad um i don't know he should have done something with it he's a dangerous man dude the dangerous man to to have a body outside to know you already tampered with evidence to know you already moved the body to know you already you know there's no telling what he did with a firearm to know you already did all that they said when he jumped out the uh, sheriff said when he jumped out of the camper and ran in the woods like he jumped out of the back of the camper i guess and ran into the woods he pointed a gun at him originally and then he, he dropped it and ran so who knows guys thank you for the gifts i appreciate it either way i don't know man it's been a long time since i've been arrested <laughs> but uh it's no fun sitting in the back of that cop car i can tell you that much uh i had buddies following me to the police station to bail me out and they was taking pictures of me through the back back window uh, they could see me, and I was trying to turn my head around and look, and they were taking pictures through the windshield uh, at me in the back window of the cop car. That's part of it. Jeff B. actually busted that, I think, broke that wide open. I, so I was I was re-listening to some of that. It actually turns out that guy from um, David of Rhino Nation, he's the one who sent it to Jeff B. If you go listen to his video yesterday, the first nine minutes, uh, QT Booty, or I think this is the name of it, QT Booty, uh, is the one who actually told me if you go back to the nine minutes um nine minute mark and start listening to their video from nine minutes to about 10 minutes uh they talk about kathy h said oh that's the documents i was trying to get but they wouldn't open on my phone he's like yeah i sent them to jeff it's a 22 page pdf apparently there was some fruit in there apparently there was some fruit in there i don't know the whole thing was the whole thing was weird um I can't believe they didn't verify. They just they just start posting shit. Oh, the one who has the most to hide screams the loudest. <laughs> yeah, okay. Whatever. Um either way. It was a weird day yesterday just because the uh first of all, I was accused of several things that I didn't do, and not by the police, just by idiots on the internet. And then the the police thing, that was weird. Me and Mariah got pulled over one time when we were young in Dayton, and I got uh, I almost got in an argument. Well, I, I guess I did get in an argument uh, with a state trooper. She was freaking out. They got, it was man. It was literally, it was literally probably an hour before dark. Like it hadn't even gotten dim yet. It was like it was like what they call like the golden hour, where it's like the best time to take pictures and stuff. You have like the most sunlight in the sky, uh, or the best the best light for taking pictures. At least not the most sunlight. And uh, we got pulled over, this cop being a dick, a state trooper. And he's like, why aren't your headlights on? Just just making making a fuss out of everything. Um, he was like, uh, he was like, hey, well, can I search your car? And I'm like, no, you can bring a dog out. He's searching my car. And he's like, got something to hide. And I was like, no, but I, don't, I just don't give up my rights uh, just because you're having a bad day. 
and it escalated from there. Mariah started crying. She <laughs> she was in the passenger seat going, oh, God, I've never been to jail. We're going to get arrested. It was uh, it was it was pretty rough, but it ended up just being a couple attitudes thrown back and forth. I think he ended up giving me uh, he ended up giving me a ticket for something like a, 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 a lot out um that had to do with my license plate or something like a fix it ticket where like if you fix it um if you fix it you know you just show up to court and you don't have to pay anything but if you don't fix it then you go up to court and get a fine but he couldn't find anything wrong i don't know man some cops some cops are really nice i get along with like especially being in the military a lot of people that i served with got out and became cops and a lot of them are really cool really laid back but man some of them are dicks God, some of them digs. Like uh, they always say, the people that get picked on in high school. I think a lot of that's true. Well, not for all cops, but I think the ones that are dicks, it's probably true. Like they had no authority or or anyone who would listen to them or uh, in high school or when they were growing up. So then they then they come out in the real world and they're like, "You're going to respect me, shit." You can take that shit out of here. <laughs> you gotta you gotta at least be nice, brother. Either way, I've been pulled over a bunch. I guess I've been to jail a couple times been arrested once or twice i was um <laughs> i was at a car wreck so the the charges that i caught with drugs what happened was i had i was working two jobs at the time and i was selling some pills on the side <laughs> um and i had just met my guy and got and got like restocked i guess so there was like a bunch of pills in the car um and then that morning i left my night shift job to go to my day shift job and that morning, I was driving a place where I always drive. It's like a curvy-ass back roads, and I was going way too fast. And a tractor with a hay wagon on it was coming off this hill, this gravel hill, and it started to pull out in front of me. But they saw me coming, so they backed out. And they, they stopped on the brakes real hard, and they backed up and got out of my way because I'd, I'd probably hit them or had to pass them. So they backed up and got out of the way. Um, cause they were only going to be doing like 10 miles an hour. There's no way they could have got out in front of me. I was flying. And, but what they did when they, when they slammed on the brakes and like come down in the road and then backed back up, they pushed a bunch of gravel out in the road. So when I came out there and hit that, hit that turn, man, I lost traction, kind of skated on top of that gravel. It was like grabbing traction and losing traction, grabbing traction. Anyways, I went down over the hill, flipped the car a few times, uh, messed it up pretty good. There was, uh, it, it rolled, it rolled off the side of a hill and it was flipping like not end over end, but like left to right. It rolled a bunch of times down into this big field. Then the farmer ran down there and he's like, are you all right? Are you all right? I remember hearing him, but that's the last thing I heard. I went unconscious. Uh, I had a pretty bad, pretty bad head injury anyways. Um, so I, the next, the next thing I woke up, I guess the state troopers came. They were the first people to get there. Um, and, uh, they ended up calling in, uh, life flight and threw me on there. Um, but the state troopers come in and did the accident investigation. And when they did, they found a bunch of drugs in my car because there was a bunch of drugs that I was planning on selling in my car. Um, so when I woke up in the hospital, uh, I mean, I, I remember like opening my eyes a couple of times and seeing people and then passing back out. But when I actually woke up, that's when you wake up and you hear clink, clink, because you're handcuffed to the bed. That was that was a bad, bad deal. And then the state trooper 
the state trooper that that arrested me was actually a really, really, really manly woman. And I would have known that had I not been <laughs> had I not been so heavily sedated. Uh, but my sister was in there with me and she's like, she kept squeezing my hand and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Because every time the state trooper would ask me something, I'd be like, no, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. I don't know what you mean, sir. And it was a woman, but she was very manly. Um, so that ended up, <laughs> that was the first time I guess I really got in big trouble. Um, my sisters, I guess every kid gets in trouble growing up, which I, at the time I was probably, man, I was probably just turned 18. Both of my sisters ended up getting busted sneaking out. I told you guys the one about the one that my dad threw the poodle. The other time my sister snuck out, this was my middle sister. She snuck out and was supposed to be going to her friend's house. And her friend told their parents they were going to our, to our house. And then the uh, her, her, her dad, the friend's dad, was actually a cop. And uh, they had found the car parked at an old abandoned house that was uh, belonged to one of the family members. So that, that escalated quickly. My dad got notified. Her dad, who was a cop, was notified. Um, and then we were my, – my oldest sister was trying to secretly get a hold of my middle sister and say, you're busted, like get home, blah, blah, blah. But they were without service. They had went – so around here, like you go party in the woods uh, most of the time. Uh, especially if you're underage, you go to the woods, you go to the river, you go to somewhere. But uh, they had went and partied in the woods where there was no cell phone service. So by the time they figured it out, uh, the guy, the guy that they went with, had to bring them home. My dad was waiting on them. He had he had his pickup truck backed up behind the neighbor's trailer. Uh, he had his pickup truck back up back up there, and he was sitting in it. And he was man, he was mad. He was like vibrating mad. I remember um, I was sitting in the truck with him. Anyways, when the boy that my sister went out with pulled in with both girls and his buddy. My dad, my dad swooped down and blocked off the driveway, and there was only one way out of there. They ain't, they know, they no other way out. Like the rest of it was fenced in, and uh, a dead end on the other side into some woods. So he swooped down and blocked them in, got out. There was cops. <laughs> Somebody called the law. There's there's probably thirty loads of cop cars pulled up screaming and yelling my dad trying to drag this boy out of <laughs> out of his truck and kill him uh my sister ran in the house screaming crying my mom actually faked a heart attack to try to <laughs> to try my mom faked a heart attack to try to calm the situation down that's right i said it My mother faked a heart attack because she thought that would put us in a better situation than the situation we were in. Uh, so she she like <laughs> she comes out on the porch, like walks. We're all outside. My dad's trying to kill this guy. And there's like two cops trying to pull my dad over there. And all the other cops are just now flooding in. But the way my dad blocked the driveway the cops just couldn't come up in their cars. Like they had to stop, get out, jump the fence, like a little chain link fence to get to them. And a lot of these cops are out of shape. They ain't trying to jump no fence. So a lot of them had to walk down to like where the gate was, where we let the dogs out and stuff into the field. But um, anyways, my mom comes out on the porch and I remember her, she comes out on the porch. She looks completely fine. Like I look at her once and she's just standing there completely fine. Then I look at back at my dad trying to fight fight for this boy and two cops trying to drag him off. Um, 
and then I and then I hear, oh God, and I look back, and my mom, <laughs> my mom, very theatrically, just like grabs her 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 chest like below her throat, and like throws one arm up in the air, and she's like, I think I'm having a heart attack, and just boom, out on the grass. Uh, so then they got to call an EMT, which I guess they were already en route, afraid that my dad was going to kill that kid. Uh, but it, <laughs> that'll calm the situation down. That'll just fake a heart attack. That'll calm the situation down. So anyways, then the ambulance can't get in. They end up getting my dad separated. The problem was, I don't think anybody realized the cop's name that was the dad of the other girl. His name was Bobby. And I don't think anybody realized his daughter was there too, because when, when the truck pulled up, when the truck pulled up and my sister ran in, well, her friend ran in with her. So I don't think, and the cops weren't there yet. I don't think anybody realized that his daughter was there too and had been out. Cause when Bobby gets there, he's, he's the cop and his daughter was involved as well. When he gets there, everybody's like, Hey Bobby, Hey, what's up, man? Hey, you know, all of the cops are just like, Hey man, what's up? So he, he walks right through him. Nobody stops him. No one says anything to him. He's walking cool as can be. He comes in and they got the boy standing there outside the truck and they're talking to him about what happened. And uh, Bobby comes up and just decks his ass, uh, just drops him. <laughs> and then all the cops react. Oh, God, grab him. Grab him. What's going on? Like no one, <laughs> no one is paying attention. Bobby snuck right through him, uh, dropped, dropped his ass right there, right in front of his pickup truck. There was some other little boy in the truck, I guess his buddy or his friend or something was laughing at him. Uh, man, it was, it was weird growing up. <laughs> we had, we had some weird times. I, I'll say that much. Um, uh, but yeah, Bobby come up right up, punched him right in, the, right in the face. And he just, I mean, he collapsed just like uh, a wet towel. It was just straight down. He didn't lean. He didn't wobble. He didn't nothing. He fell straight down just like he dropped him. Then the cops grabbed Bobby, and then they had my bo Bobby and my dad separated, and uh, and they did the, they did whatever. It was it, oh, it was weird. Turns out they had been partying at this place called um, Granny Lewis Creek, which is man, it's like way way up in the woods. You have to have like a four wheel drive to get up there. Uh, everybody goes up there and parties, and then of course stays the night. No one's trying to drive out. No one's trying to drive out like a uh, drunk and and try to get out of there. Actually. Not far from there, a place where we used to go party when I when I was a little bit older. At this time, I was probably like in middle school. I didn't, I wasn't like partying or nothing. I, I just thought it was cool. Everything was happening. But a place that we used to party uh, down on the other side of the county. Um, we went. <laughs> I missed my, I missed my baccalaureate, which is like the church service you have before you graduate. Um, if you don't know, but it was like, uh, it was. Um, we're a small town, so like basically everybody goes to it. Even if you're not like a church style person, everybody goes to it. It's like a big deal before you go to graduation. And then there's like the uh, the the seniors, of course, are there for the service and to graduate. They're let in. Then you have like junior marshals or whatever. We got drunk one night, um, and then I I drove off into a ditch and got my truck stuck and uh, just said fuck it, went to sleep. And then the next day we got we got an off all wheel drive or an off road tow truck, a four wheel drive tow truck to come up and pull us out. It was almost tipped over. It was pretty bad. I can't believe we just slept in it. So I wonder if we didn't roll off the mountain, but, um, they towed us out or whatever. And we were coming back, man, we were hung over. I was like, dude, I had, I had one of my buddies, Corey with me and we were so hung over the, the sun hurt. 
we just end up, we were happy, I'm taking him home and I'm like, screw it, we'll just drive through town. And we drove through town and ended up driving through the middle of our own baccalaureate ceremony. Like all our friends were there, everybody we were graduating with. Um, they were, they were all standing there all dressed up and shit. And here we are in my pickup truck covered in mud, the whole left side of it dented in and, uh, just kind of drove there and sat and everybody was staring at us. It was, it wasn't, it wasn't great, but I had forgotten it was happening. My parents were out of town at the time because, uh, my oldest sister, there's a, there's a pretty decent age gap. My oldest sister was, uh, actually, uh, having a kid her her last kid her youngest kid so my parents were out of town doing that they were down in florida and uh we went and got drunk instead of going to baccalaureate then then showed up busted ass at a truck by accident uh we should have just drove around i guess wouldn't have been nearly as embarrassing um yeah, we used to party in the woods. Like, there's a place, there's a place near here called Flat Top, and it's actually, it's actually just barely above the tree line. So you go up there to party, and you're like driving through the woods, driving through the woods, driving through the woods, and then all of a sudden it's just like grass fields. There's no more, there's no more in rocks, but there's no more woods because it's it's such high elevation. It's a cool place to party. We used to hang out there. Um, my buddy had a cabin. Well, he, di- he didn't have a cabin when we were in high school, sort of. When we first were in high school and we started partying there, there was no cabin. And uh, his dad was a his dad was a local judge, so they had they had money, so they bought a piece of land, and we started going there to party on the weekends. And as we as we continued to party there through the years, they had decided to build a cabin. And when I say cabin, that's that's because that's what they called it. It wasn't a cabin. It was a second house, and it was nicer than any house I'd ever lived in in my life. So they're building this second house up there that's just on a piece of land, and they call it the cabin. Um, so one day we were partying up there, and I remember being told specifically, "Don't mess with the cabin. Uh, I don't care if you use it. Just don't tear nothing. Or like I don't care if you sleep in the basement. You know, you can. It was just. It was just basically. It was a block foundation, and it was framed in." No windows or doors yet, and it had um, it had some siding on it, like they were still building it. So we would, what we would do is we would get it, bring sleeping bags, and there was a ladder instead of steps. We'd climb up this ladder, and on the first floor, we just lay sleeping bags out, and it was just like OBS, like plywood on the floor, and we would sleep there when when we went to bed. But we weren't going to bed yet, so we were up partying, and uh, we couldn't get the. <laughs> We couldn't get the fire started. So I thought, well, I've got a can of starting fluid. And if you don't know, starting fluid is extremely flammable. That's what you see when people like, people like take a can and a lighter and make like a flamethrower. This shit's extremely flammable. Um, so I sprayed the fire full of starting fluid. Well, first I sprayed, a, I sprayed the fire full of starting fluid. And then I sprayed a line to light the line so it would go over to the fire. And then I walked away because I didn't have a lighter. My buddy was going to light it. Adam. Adam was his name. So he lights the line, and the the fire goes up the line and hits the fire and goes up in flames, right? Big-ass fire goes up in flames. Well, because we were half drunk, what what no one else noticed uh, was that not only did the fire go up the line, into the fire, into the wood, and light on fire. It actually come back down another line because the can of ether I was holding was leaking. Like, I don't know why, but it didn't seal all the way. 
So the fire comes back and it's like, it's chasing me as I'm walking away and I'm not even looking. And I've got, I just got a can of ether in my hand. I'm not even looking. And uh, the fire chases me out probably 10, 15 feet away. The direction I was walking jumps up on the can and it's like an aerosol style can. So when it hits the can, I don't know what happens. I don't know if it melts the tip. I don't know if, if like I panicked and hit something or punctured something, but when it hits the can, man, it, it starts, it starts coming out of the can. Like it's, it's getting big. Like it's starting to like a torch out of the can. So I panic. Uh, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold on to a bomb, uh, that's on fire. This aerosol can gets hot enough, or if it lights off quick enough, that'll be, you know, that'll be the container. All, all an explosion is is a very rapid fire that's contained. So it bursts out the side. So if you have a can or container, that's why those things explode. Um, if you have like a firework, it's wrapped in paper. That's why it explodes. If you have like a pop bomb, people make pop bombs. The pop part is what's trying to hold back the um, explosion, make it explode. If you took the materials out of a pop bomb and scattered them out and just lit it on fire, it would just burn, right? It wouldn't explode because there's nowhere to build pressure. So the can is going to explode. So I panic and just out of just just out of sheer dumb luck, I turn to throw the can like a football throw. And I leaned I turn and leaned back and throw it and didn't realize, but I'd actually turned towards the cabin instead of away from the cabin in, in my haste. And I threw it towards the cabin. That son of a bitch, when I threw it, it didn't more than leave my hands maybe by about two foot, and it took off like a rock. It looked like a missile with no guidance system. I mean, it was going left and right and up and down. Oh, it went right over to the it went right over to the cabin. I, all I could, all I could see was my future going up in flames with the cabin because, like I said, he was a local judge, man. I'm sure he would have got me on something, but luckily. Luckily, as soon as it got over there, it was mostly out of fuel by the time it got over there. And it popped like it made a little explosion, like a little explosion. But all it did was leave a black spot on the side. And, but man, I could just see it going through the window and burning the house. All that fresh, dry wood, that lumber that's inside where they had just framed out the house. Man, that can land in there and set it all on fire. And then I get arrested. And then I got to go see the judge whose cabin I burnt down. That would be good. That would be good for all parties, I'm sure. Uh, we had some wild times. It's a wonder we aren't dead. I've uh, we used to we used to, we were dumb too. We used to drive uh, all the time. Somebody'd get pissed off at a party, and you'd get mad and leave, and you'd been drinking. People would try to stop you, and, and that never works. That just tries almost turns into a fight. I remember wake. I remember one day, I woke up, and there were there were. Um, there was a cop at my house, a cop that I knew, a cop that I knew. That judge was a godsend for us later. Yeah, ju that judge is pretty cool. Um, a cop that I knew was at my house. Like I heard somebody beating on the door and my parents weren't there. They were at work, but I had been partying that night. So I was still like sleeping in and um, I heard somebody beating on the door and I got up and answered the door and it was like a, it was like a, a cop that I knew personally that I was friends with. And he's like, hey, man. And I was like, hey. He's like, where were you at last night? And I was like, ah, you know, here and there, different places, uh, running around. And he's like, oh, yeah. And I was like, yeah. And he's like, was you out in that old truck of yours? I had an old gray uh, F-250 diesel. He's like, we called it the gray ghost. He's like, you out in that old truck of yours? 
And I was like, ah, yeah, I drove it a little bit, but most of the time I rode around with other people. I couldn't tell where he's going. I couldn't. And my mind is fucking racing. Like, what happened last night? Why? How drunk was I? Why can't I remember anything? And I was trying to replay the events, but it wasn't, nothing was coming to me. And he's standing there asking me, and he's kind of, I mean, he's kind of being nice about it, but you can also tell he's kind of aggravated with me. And he's like, well, you know, we had some reports coming up the river road. You weren't done to the river road, were you? And I was like, no, I don't think so. No, we didn't, we didn't go near the river road. And he's like, oh, that's what I figured you'd say. He's like, we had some reports that, uh, you know, there's a truck come up the river road last night and they tried to catch it, but they, they didn't, you know, the cops didn't get there in time. Um, not that I outrun them. It just took them time to get there. He's like, they tried to catch it. That it reports of somebody possibly drunk or who knows, but swerving all over the road, took out a couple mailboxes, um, drove through somebody's driveway down in the ditch. You can see the tire marks down there. He's like, and then they said it was an old gray pickup truck, an old diesel blowing smoke everywhere. And I was like, ah, man, I don't know. I wasn't, no, I wasn't down near there. And he's like, <laughs> I was like, I wasn't, I wasn't down. No, I don't think that was me. And he probably could tell I was lying, I guess. I don't know. Uh, I was hung over and I was, you know, probably 17 years old. And he's like, well, I just thought I'd come by and talk to you, make sure you're all right. Everything's doing all right. And that wasn't you, right? And I was like, nah, man, that wasn't me. And he's like, look, don't be driving drunk. And that should have been my first warning for sure. Don't be driving drunk. He's like, I know you guys go and party. I know you do your thing. Stay wherever you're at. And then I, I kind of caught off guard by that. I didn't really say anything. I didn't want to admit guilt. But um, he hopped in his car and left. And I appreciate that. I mean, he could have he could have really nailed me to the wall, especially being 17 and a DUI, underage consumption, DUI. Man, that'd been bad. So then I walked out to my truck. <laughs> I waited for him to leave. I waited probably a good hour because I didn't know if he was trying to catch me in something. I waited probably a good hour. And I walked out to my truck, which was in the garage, clo like closed and locked up. And literally, as soon as I opened the garage door, it had like a lift and some big tires on it. So as soon as I opened the garage door, there was no tailgate on it. There was supposed to be a tailgate on it. There was no tailgate on it. And I could see in the back of the bed and there was a mailbox in the bed that was like crumpled up. It looked like you took a mailbox, but a beer can and like pinched it and folded the ends over in the bed of the truck. There was a mailbox. Man, I was glad he didn't ask to see my truck. That would have that would have been bad. Um, I don't know how I ended up with somebody's mailbox. It had mail and everything in it. <laughs> it took it took a hammer to open it, but it had mail and everything in it. Because I was going to try to figure out who it was and like pay them back, uh, but the mail was just uh, the mail stuff was like um, the the like junk mail they give to everybody at the post office. It didn't even have an address on it. But that's what I was going to try to do was like make make amends figure out because I know what the I know what the house number was it was on it it was 347 I can still see it to this day I can still see it to this day it said 347 on the side of the mailbox the flag was up the mailbox was crushed and it had but the mail in it was just like postal carry stuff so I drove down on the river road but that road goes through like three different counties and the numbers change plus there's a bunch of side roads we take all the time that we you know you would say off the river road or whatever but i never did find a missing mailbox uh or i still don't know where i came from to this day i'm banned from a taco bell that i can't remember <laughs> i woke up i woke up one morning I, this is this is god's honest truth when i was in high school 
I woke up one morning in the passenger seat of my car. In the passenger seat of my car. I had no shirt on. My belt was missing. I had one shoe and one sock on opposite feet. I was wearing a set of blue jeans. And my hat was pulled down over my head. And my wallet was gone. I think that's it. My wallet was gone. And I was sitting in the passenger seat of my car asleep and woke up in the it woke up in the parking lot of a Taco Bell. Have no fucking idea how I got there. No idea whatsoever. No idea how I got there. Found the keys and left. So then, like maybe three or four days later, we're over in that same part of town. Uh, this is the next town over. We didn't have a Taco Bell at the time. This is the next town over. So we're over in that same part of town, me and a couple of buddies of mine. And um, they're like, oh, man, I want some Taco Bell. And I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. So we go over there and park and hop in. And, like, we uh, we were poor, first of all. And every, all kids like Taco Bell. So we park and, and run in there to go get something to eat. And, like, as I'm coming through the door, the manager, the, so they <laughs> – the manager, like it was, it was really funny because like from from the door, she looks up from the counter, and I can tell like she's staring at somebody like hell, like what the fuck, like she looks mad as hell, dude, uh, and she looks up from the counter and she pulls, <laughs> she pulls her visor down a little bit tighter and like squares it up, and I'm like, what the fuck, this bitch is ready to throw hands? What is going on? Which she's squaring up her visor. What is this? She's putting on her authority. Um, so it she she does that, squares up her visor, and then she she immediately starts yelling, "Oh no, not you! Uh uh, not you!" And I don't even know who the hell she's talking about. I have no idea who she's talking about. Nope, nope, out of here, out of this store right now. I'm calling the cops. Pulls out like a cell phone. Uh, pulls out a cell phone and, and here she comes like stomping to the door and all my, me and all my friends are looking at each other like, who, who the fuck, what, what did you do? Like, I didn't do nothing. What did you do? But she was talking about me. I still to this day have no idea what I did to that Taco Bell or why I'm banned. Uh, but she basically told me that I was banned for life. And the next time I showed up, she was going to call the cops and have me arrested that they had already filed a trespassing complaint. And they had my picture from closed circuit TV. Man, I'd like to get that video. Wouldn't that be fun to watch on stream one time? This is me at 16 at a Taco Bell. Oh, I don't know. It's, uh, <laughs> it's we had a weird go at it. It's, uh, it's literally a wonders that we're not, we're not all dead. I had a friend one time that I was trying to bring home. He couldn't go home drunk, which I couldn't either. Like I had to at least, you know, get to the bedroom and go to bed uh, without running into anybody. But he couldn't go home drunk at all. Like his parents would wait on, wait up on him. And he told us that he told him that he was staying with someone. Well, we were at this party and we got like the party got shut down. So we all had to go somewhere where he didn't have nowhere to go. So I was like, man, you can you can go home with me, and we'll just go in, but we just got to go straight to bed. Like, you can't be fucking around or nothing stupid, because we wake up my parents, and they're going to know I'm drunk, they'll know you're drunk, then we'll just be in trouble, right? So we just got to go in and go straight to bed and be quiet. That's, I do it all the time. No big deal. So the party's wrapping up. He's God, he's drunk. He fell down the flight of stairs. Luckily, it was like a flight that was like, 
in half, like it went halfway down, had a landing, and then made a right angle. So luckily the wall caught him at the bottom. He didn't go down a full flight of stairs. But then we picked him up and carried him and put him in the truck. He was talking all kinds of crazy shit while we while, while I was leaving. Everybody's like, you safe to drive? And I'm like, yeah, I'm good. And then he's like yelling out the fucking window and shit. Like the window's not even down. He's yelling out the window anyways. Like got his face up against it, screaming. I'm like, man, shut the fuck up. Like I'm trying to help you out here. What, you want me to drop you off in a ditch or something? Chill. But anyways, I get him all the way back to my house. It's probably... It's probably a 10-minute drive to my house. And I get him all the way back to my house, and we pull in the garage. And I'm like, hey, man, wake up. Wake up. Yes, it's the same person. I'm like, hey, man, wake up. Wake up. And he's like, uh, uh," like making noises and shit. And I'm like, no, dude. I told you, if you come with me, we got to get in the fucking house. You got to act straight. We got to do something. There is, there is no... I'm too drunk. I'm too, you ain't getting me busted. I, I can walk in my house fine. And I try to wake him up again. He fucking mumbles and then he shouts something. Ah, like he's, God, he's so shit face drunk. But anyway, so I come over to his side of the car and he's up against the door so hard. I can't even open the door. Like there's so much pressure on the latch. So I'm like, fuck it. I, my parents will be getting up soon. My dad gets up at like the crack it on like 3 a.m. I was like, my parents will be getting up soon. So what I'll do is I'll leave him here asleep in the truck because he's not going to wake up. He's too drunk. And then I'll go in the bed and sleep. My parents will get up and they'll, uh, my parents will get up and get ready for work. And then after they leave, I'll set an alarm and get up and I'll come get him. So that's what we did. Uh, I just locked up the truck, uh, locked the garage up, and went went in the house, went to bed. Um, he never made another noise, so I figured he was asleep. Well, my parents did get up and they did do their thing. They got ready. I heard them. I heard them getting up. I went to sleep. Um, everything's happy. Everything was fine. Uh, they go off for work. I had an alarm set, so alarm goes off. I don't want to, but I get up and I go out there. And this dude is still. Still shitty drunk. It's been like, it's probably been like five hours and he's been asleep for five hours and he is still drunk. Like not even, not even like tipsy, like shitty drunk. So now I've lost a lot of patience. It's cold. It's the morning time. I just climbed out of a warm bed. Um, I'm hungover and this dude is still like belligerent, blonde drunk. So I, this time when I go over, I shove up against the door cause he's still leaning against it and pop, pop the door open and let it go. He comes falling out backwards out of the door. I tried going to the driver's side and talking him out like, Hey man, get out, open your door, put your feet on the ground. Let's go. We're going in, get out, get out, get out, get out. That didn't work. So I just let him hit the ground. I popped his door and let him hit the ground. So he is the ground and <laughs> he is the ground and jumps up right quick. He's like, what was that? What, what happened? What was that? And I'm like, dude, <laughs> you're drunk, but we got to go inside. We got to go to bed. And he's like, oh, yeah, I remember. He still thinks it's the night, the night before. I remember. I remember. We got to be cool. We got to show your parents. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I didn't even argue with him. I was like, yeah, you, you, we got to be cool. Well, we did have to be a little bit, a little bit cool because my mama lived next door. 
And if she saw us doing, I mean, she wouldn't bother us most of the time if she saw us just walking around. But if she saw him staggering and falling down or something, of course she's going to say something or, or yell at us or open the door and then tell my dad. So I was like, I was trying to sober him up. Like he kept, he kept like dropping his head. He kept like nodding off while he's standing up, almost falling over. I slap his cheeks a couple of times. I'm like, man, you good? You good? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. Are you, are you sure? Look, like we have to, we have to be able to walk in. We have to be able to walk in. It was bad. It was very, very bad. Um, and then he uh, he gets to the point to where we get right at the back of my pickup truck and we're fixing to step out of the garage door. And I was like, man, chill, dude, calm down. Like he falls down. And I'm like, you know, no, this isn't going to work. This isn't going to work. I was like, you can go back in the truck and go back to sleep. He's like, how about going back in the truck and going back to sleep? It's cold out here. And I'm like, no, I'll go get you a blanket. You can go back in the truck and go back to sleep. And uh, he's like, no, 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 I can do it. I can do it. And I was like, dude, you can't even fucking walk. And this is what he says to me. This is what he says to me. Fuck you, man. I can walk. Actually, I can fucking run. And I knew that was bad. But I was already behind him. I was, I was already behind him. And I knew that was bad. Now, the garage door is open. So I think the dude's going to sprint to the garage door. And like, I'm not going to be able to catch him. He's going to try running and then he's going to fall or something or this or that. It, that's not how it worked out. <laughs> that's not how it worked out. Instead, the open garage door is right in front of him. And instead of doing that, instead of doing that, he turns at a right angle and takes off sprinting. Now we've moved away from my truck. Now we're over like near the garage door, like a person goes through, not like a car. Um, we're at the, we're at the garage door, like a person walks through. He turns, um, he turns at a right angle to the garage and starts running, uh, and sprints as hard as he can, as fast as he can. And he's also in the process of falling. Like his head is leading. His head is leading. He's already too far. Like, I don't think he could stop if he wanted to because his head's so far out in front of him. Like he's basically fall sprinting and runs as, as hard and as fast as he can right into the side of my truck. Wham! And knocks himself out cold cold like he's just on the ground he doesn't make a sound he doesn't grunt he doesn't he doesn't do anything he just knocks himself out on the garage floor so now i've got not only do i have to somehow get him in the fucking house or back in the truck but now he's dead weight and unconscious as hard as he could he ran it i thought he was going to i thought he was going to run out the door and do something stupid and fall and make a noise or something. And my mama was going to hear him. Plus, there was like some trash cans that were like right outside the door. I thought oh, he's going to knock those over. Like I was preparing to chase him down in the yard. I had no idea he was going to turn and run into the side of a pickup truck. Uh, but he did, uh, which was which is interesting to say the least. He collapsed on the ground. Um, I had to. <laughs> I ended up building like a uh, almost like a like a drag litter to get him in the house. I don't know how my mamma didn't see us, uh, but I used a couple of um, a couple of two by fours 
and uh, a piece of fabric and a staple gun. Like I went, I went in full on MacGyver mode. Now I'm like, we got to get this guy in and a couple car dollies and was able to get him down to the porch and then pushed into my house. Um, and then once I got him in the house and locked the door, my parents weren't going to be home for hours. I just got him in the floor and I just, I just left him in the floor and, uh, and went on about, went on about back to bed and did my thing. Then he woke up, he woke, <laughs> I heard him wake up and come to my room. He'd been to my house before he came to my room and he's like, man, what the fuck happened? Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dude, I don't, I don't know, man. I, we, we come in here and went to bed last night and then you got up and said, you was going to the bathroom. You've been gone for hours. <laughs> He's like, God damn, look at this knot on the side of my head. And I was like, I don't know what happened, dude. Like, like I said, we, we went to bed last night. Uh, my parents left, we went to bed and then you said you was going to the bathroom. I have, I haven't seen you in a long ass. I don't know where you went. I don't, I don't know. You must've been wandering around. He's like, I woke up in the kitchen floor and I'm like, dude, maybe you were hungry. <laughs> maybe you were going for a glass of water. I don't know, man. I've been right here. The fuck you been doing? Oh, <laughs> the good times. That's the same. That's the same day that he climbed. He he decides that he needs to go to the bathroom to wash his face off. And I'm so right, this is right after this. He goes to the bathroom. He says, oh, I'm gonna go wash my face off. Kind of wake up. And I'm like, whatever. So I'm laying in my bed. Now there is a bathroom that me and my sister share. And it's between our rooms. So like I can hear stuff going on in the bathroom. So I hear him go in there and the door shuts and then, uh, I hear the sink running. I hear him, you know, like grunting and shit. And he's like, Oh man, he, I can tell he's like, he's like going over his bruises and shit. And, uh, he finds a washcloth and like washes his face off, splashes some water on his face, whatever dries off. Then the next thing I know, the next thing I hear is a God awful fucking racket. And it is like, it, it is like someone falling. Also, with like pieces of metal being shot across, like ting, 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 and and something else collapsing. And of course, I'm like, "What the fuck did he do now?" So I like hop up, run in there, and swing over in the bathroom right quick. This motherfucker was looking. He was looking in the mirror, and he washed his face off. He was looking in the mirror, and he's like, "Well, I went to lean up against the wall, and it wasn't." It wasn't, a, and I said, no, it's not a wall. It was a shower curtain. He he thought he was going to lean his back up against the wall in the bathroom, and it was a fucking shower curtain. So he falls through it, rips down the shower curtain. There's like shower curtain rings that have been wrenched open that are all over the bathroom, like fucking shot out and fucking fell out. And he's laying in my bathtub, wrapped up in a shower curtain and can't stand up because like his feet are still out. Still out of the bathtub. He can't roll around to stand up. I don't know. I had some I had some strange friends. I had some strange friends. It is what it is, I guess. But uh that was when we were young and dumb and probably should have died. Probably should have died. Actually one time, uh the probably the closest I ever besides like car wrecks and stuff. The closest I've ever seen one of my friends come to die and we were we were drunk was um we were we were up at a, a different a different buddy's house, but that same guy was there, the same guy who fell in my shower and ran into my truck. He was there too. We were we were pretty close to high school. Um 
But anyways, we were up at another friend's house who he, this guy, this guy's pretty wealthy. His family owned a bunch of businesses and things. And they had a, at the time we didn't call it a side by side. That wasn't really a popular term. Instead, we called it a gator or whatever. Cause this was actually a John Deere gator, but even the off brand ones, cause they were more like you you utility instead of sport. They're more like utility. So we called them all like gators or uh, utility vehicles or whatever. They had one of those and it had snowed and uh, we had went and got some trash can lids and some dumpster lids and a couple toboggans and some ropes. And, um, and we, uh, <laughs> we tied them, we drilled holes, tied them up, tied the ropes and tied them up to the utility, uh, utility vehicle to John Deere Gator. And this thing would move pretty good. I mean, it would it would probably do 30, 40 miles an hour. I mean, like you could take it out on the main road and not impede traffic as long as you didn't get like on the interstate or something. And we were all behind that. There was like four of us tied up on it. And uh, we were all we were all sliding around, blah, 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 whatever. And uh, we were driving we were driving through a big field and just sliding around and they were pulling us it was on the snow. Everything was fine. Well then the guy who's driving decides that we we should go down the road the road like there's like a driveway they have a big farm so it's not like near their house but they have like a paved road that runs back to like where the barns are and a paved road that run, runs back to like the back of the farm and blah 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 so we're on one of those back roads and they they decide that um we should go on the road because it's like iced over and we could go a lot faster on the road with the gator and we could, you know, we could still be on the, we could still be on the sliding around because it's ice. So we decide, uh, we decide to, um, get up on the, well, he decides we, we don't have a choice. We're just being drug at 30 miles an hour. He decides to get back up on the road, which was fine for a while, but there eventually there's a spot where it like tapers down um, where it, like the road tapers down and there's like rocks on one side and then there's this big ass wooden fence post on the other side. I'm talking like six inch round wooden fence post concreted into the ground. So before we got there, I bailed like before we got to where it was like all tapered down because we were, we were swinging in and out probably 20 foot wide and we're trying to go down like a fucking eight foot wide driveway. There's no way we're going to be hitting shit on both sides. So I bailed. And then the guy beside me bailed, uh, but one of the guys hung on, and we were sitting there watching. It was tapering down, tapering down, and tapering down, and uh, it was getting tighter and tighter and tighter. And the gator just kept going. The dude that was driving never looked in the rearview mirror, never changed, never slowed up, never did anything. So the guy that was still hanging, there was three of us on the back. The guy that was still hanging on, he ends up like he slides towards the right, and when he does he hits like over there where there's like a kind of like a rocky bank. And when he hits that rocky bank, he goes like airborne for a minute, which we were doing already. So he like jumps up and lands. He's like, woo, yeah, whatever. Um, he lands back in the middle of the road, but that momentum he has from going right and like being shot back to the middle, sends him back to the left and right at a fucking fence post at about 30 miles an hour. And man, he bails at the last minute. He's still, 
even though he doesn't hit his head, when he bails, both his arms where he was hanging on to the to the rope and stuff are still out in front of him. His his arms still fucking hit and it breaks one of his arms, like just bends it around the fence post, like a six inch wooden fence post. And then the other one, he catches it in the bend of his arm, but it still like fractures some shit and like it like blows up like purple and shit bruised. Man, if that had been his head, it'd probably cracked it open, and he died in the snow. It was—I mean, it was bad. We had—we had to get an ambulance and shit and take him off. Man, we did some stupid. Of course, we were all drunk. <laughs> we would—we would hide at their house out behind the uh, out behind where they kept the horses and drink beer. They had a shop with a refrigerator, uh, and we'd buy beer and put it in there. You used to be able to buy beer about anywhere, even with we had a buddy with a fake ID. And then we had we had some friends that had just turned 21 when we were like 17, 18 uh, that we played football with. We were freshmen. They were probably seniors or whatever. Um, Man, we would we would stay. We'd stay drinking. That's all we did, man. I don't know. It was a wild time. It's wonders. It's wonders. We didn't all end up dead. It's it really is like I can't believe I can't believe some of the crazy stuff between that. And like the experiences I had overseas, I can't believe I'm still alive. I don't know. It's a weird time, weird, <laughs> weird few days, but or, or weird growing up, weird time at the campground, weird, weird everything, weird accusations coming from Rhino Nation. Uh, it's just been it's been a strange time. But I'm glad to be here, I guess. <laughs> at least at least we got the YouTube channel, if nothing else. Uh, yeah, that was, that was our time. I got more stories about partying and being drunk, uh, but we're running out of time. I got more, I got some more stories. I, I was going to tell you guys the story about the time we got stuck in the traffic circle. It's actually pretty funny now, but man, I was mad as hell back then. Like I thought for sure. Like I, I even said, I even, <laughs> I even said at one point, this stupid motherfucker is going to get us all killed and I'm never going to see my wife again. Like it was, we, I literally thought we were going to die. It was, it was pretty bad. Um, got, it got more drunk stories. It got more stories growing up. It got a lot more stories, but guys, uh, I hope that brightened your day a little bit. That's the point of it. Not talk about the bullshit, but just have a good time. Tell some stories, hang out and laugh a little bit. Uh, I hope everybody has a good day. Hope you enjoy your day at work. That's been the hour. This is uh, the hangover with cold beer confessional. So I hope that was, uh, hope that, hope you enjoyed your day. Hope you had a good time. Hope you enjoyed the stories. We'll do it again tomorrow. I'm trying to do it. I'm trying to do it four or five days a week. I haven't decided if I'm going to do Friday yet or not. Um, but uh, again, it's not about the stuff we cover on the YouTube channel. It's not about it's not about uh, investigations or getting to the bottom of it. It's just about having a good time, especially if you're heading to work. Hope it picks up your spirits a little bit uh, and you have a little bit better day because of it. So I'm going to hop off here, guys, but I enjoy you. Yes, the boys went to school, uh, but I'm going to hop off here. Hope you guys have a good day. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll see you throughout the day. Make sure you follow me on everywhere. So I've got a TikTok. I've got an Instagram. I've got a Facebook. I've got a YouTube. I'm about everywhere. Um, so find a place to follow me. I've been putting out content through the day, little short videos, little bullshit things, uh, funny stuff, whatever. That's how we find the wash your sister sauce. Uh, but either way, I'll see you guys tonight for uh, over on Sage's channel. See you guys tonight over on Sage's channel for the Think Tank um, and I'll see you then. That's at 7 p.m. I might do something on my channel before then. So be on the lookout. And uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow morning right here at the Hangover with Cold Beer Confessional. Have a good night, everybody. Or good morning, everybody. <laughs>
Have a good one, everybody. We'll see you in the next one.